Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. Episode of Inside Wrestling for February 5th, 2022. I'm your host, Nate, and we'll be going over uh, AEW, Tony Khan's big surprise for AEW Dynamite this Wednesday, plus other wrestling news. Uh, let me bring in Chris. Hey, yo. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Hey, y'all, one more for the good guys. Of course, the... Uh, the ratings went down a little bit for that big CM Punk uh, MGF match. So uh, not one more for the good guys on the ratings for AEW, but whatever. Like I said, as long as they keep it around the million, like 900,000 above, I think TBS will be happy. So anyways, um, before we get to the AEW, big surprise from Tony Khan, uh, since you didn't come on the uh, Royal Rumble, quick review. Uh, you want to give your thoughts on the Royal Rumble from this past last Sunday or Saturday? It was right. It was yeah. Saturday. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, it was Saturday. Yeah, it was actually um, yeah, pretty disappointing because when I found because you know this year's pay per view schedule is different for both WWE and AEW, and um, when I realized that the show was going to be on Saturday, I actually did what I could to uh, get some time off work, and uh, that that particular day. I actually went to the grocery store early because I told you that in a private message and picked up some yeah. food and was cooking. You know, like, I, I love the Royal Rumble. It's always been my favorite pay-per-view from any company. I love to watch it. It's the one WWE show I watch every year, even if I'm not a fan of it. And, um, yeah, it was just it was just disappointing. It wasn't a, um, it wasn't a bad show, but it wasn't good either. It was boring. It was dull. And, um, yeah. you know, like the, the opening match of Roman and Seth went to a DQ and I, I gave that a pass if it, you know, somehow leads to Seth being added into 
the Brock Roman program, which is clearly not happening. And then the very next night, uh, Seth came out laughing and smiling, no-selling the beatdown he got as if it never happened. Um, yeah. The undercard matches were uh, the undercard matches were whatever. Uh, we were all looking forward to Brock and um, Blastly, and just the match never really hit that second gear. It wasn't bad, but it just didn't live up to expectations. Blastly won, but even though he won, it wasn't about him. It was about Roman. Uh, the women's rumble that wasn't any good. It had more surprises than the men's rumble yeah. did. But uh, it was mostly just like you know, it was really the divas rumble. That was what I was telling my friends. It was the divas rumble because they fired mm-hmm. so many ladies. They didn't have the thirty slots. Ronda, her, you know, it had leaked that she was going to be coming back. I think when it leaked, it was it was like Wednesday or Thursday. That really hurt yeah. the match because everybody everybody knew what was happening. And then Sasha got fucked over because if you watch the SmackDown, which was on Friday, you know, all these girls were in the ring talking to Charlotte. And then Sasha, who was, you know, rumored to be hurt, and she came out. So, like, everything was leading to Sasha and Charlotte, but then they just dumped Sasha early. So, to me, it seems to me like the plan was, this is what I think was, this is what I think happened. I think the plan was they were going to do Charlotte and Sasha, and they weren't yep. sure if they were if they could get Ronda or not. And then once they realized, okay, Ronda's a done deal, we got her, they just tossed yeah. Sasha and everybody else aside and said, okay, we'll do Ronda instead. And the men's rumble yeah. was just it was it was dull. Like I, I messaged you after it was over. That men's rumble was like that was like ninety five, ninety six dull because those rumbles. Those were not good years for WWF. Those were years where, like, Vince was just hiring, like, especially, like, that 96 Rumble. 96 Rumble and the 97 Rumble, like, half the talent were just, like, local indie guys because they didn't have anybody. Uh, the 96 no. Rumble was just a bunch of tag team guys, and just nothing happened. It was just, it was just so boring. It was so dull. And I know well, there were other like Rumbles a, that were, like, pop- you said, like, the top three pops was, like, Johnny Knoxville, Bad Bunny, and Shane. That's pretty sad right there. Yeah. The biggest yeah. pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, were the, those were the biggest pops. Knoxville, Bunny, and Shane. And then the final four was Shane, Bunny, Brock, and Drew. So, yeah. And, and then Big E, a guy who was a former WWE champion, like, this dude just lost the WWE title. He came out and like nobody cared, and then like he got eliminated and like nobody cared, like and he's yeah. back on SmackDown. He's back on SmackDown teaming with Kofi, as if like his reign never happened. Kofi had a better reign than he did. Kofi was at least yeah. dead for six months. Kofi was beating Kofi. Kofi was fighting guys like Joe Owens, Orton, Zayn, Styles. I mean Brock still killed him, but. He at least was protected. They didn't give a fuck about Big E. They just they got no. rid of they just tossed his ass aside. So really you know, but but yeah, the show was just um if I could give it a rating, um I'll give the show a C plus. Um because Yeah, that's what I'm like every, 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 yeah. yeah, everybody was working hard, but um it was just a it was a <clears throat> it's like it's like a movie, right? Sometimes watching a bad movie is more entertaining than watching a boring movie. Because at least a bad movie, you can laugh at how bad it is. 
and you can apply the same logic to wrestling. Like the 2014 Rumble and the 2015 Rumble, like the one where Batista won and the one where Roman won, like those were just frustrating Rumbles, but there was some stuff that you could talk about, but this past Rumble was just, it was nothing. But I we were I rewatched it like three times, and what I can say, my final takeaway from the Rumble is, the big issue is that uh, it was really about just three people, Roman, Brock, and Ronda. That was it. They they, yep. they didn't give anything to anybody else. So if you're not so if you're watching WWE, if you don't care about the Roman Brock stuff, and if you're not into the Ronda stuff, then there's really nothing else going on. So, but yeah, I would give Rumble a C plus. I can't go higher than yeah. that. That's what I was saying around a C or so. Um, I even think the women's rumble was better than the men's because at least a lot of the women in the match actually got to put their, you know, do their moves and shit like that, get their shit in, and they built a couple feuds for, like, mania and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So at, at least in that aspect, the women's rumble was probably better than the men's. But, yeah, it, yeah, it was pretty much a misgivable show. And like you said, like, rumble is one of my favorite events. I shit on WWE, but... I've always got to watch the Royal Rumble because you, there were so many rumors like, oh, shit, Okada's coming in. Wait a minute. Seth Rollins mentioned Moxley in a promo. Maybe Moxley will show up. You know, there were so many, like, possible surprises. Kurt Angle was at a hotel, da-da-da-da-da, and, like, none of that happened. And it's like, oh, it's just a, it's just a huge letdown. It's like taking a hot chick to a prom and you're getting ready to bang her, and then she has her period. It's like, fuck. Yep. You got to go rub one out in the bathroom. So, anyways, so let's get to AEW and Tony Khan's big surprise for this Wednesday. And I I already know the obvious pick, who is it going to be? But a lot of speculation, a lot of people think it's going to be Keith Lee because he's officially signed with uh, AEW. Um, Congratulations to Keith Lee. He just got married to uh, Mia Kim or Maya Kim. So, congratulations. Yeah, Yeah, Mia. Who the hell is Mia? Pat Patterson. Who's Mia? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Keith Lee was sporting a nice blue tuxedo suit. So that's cool. Congratulations to them. That's always cool. You always like seeing, you know, a couple develop, you know, coming up in the ranks and they get married and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. So yeah, he's he's the obvious choice. Not going to be coming. Gargano, he's he's not. He's coming into AEW, but he's waiting for his wife to give birth. So he's not going to be the one. Shane Shane McMahon. He's not going to be the one. That would be a huge surprise, but you don't need Shane McMahon wrestling anybody on AEW. If anything, like you were saying, off the air, start his own company or get Triple H and him together to start a company. I think Shane and Triple H should just buy Impact and then try to bring in Ring of Honor and New Japan talent, stuff like that, and start a war with AEW or something. So you at least got two legitimate companies fighting with each other. And then finally, probably Vince McMahon will get it through his senile head you know what, maybe we should work with these companies to make our product better, but whatever. So the obvious choice is pretty simple. You got a guy in Matt Hardy's stable fighting a mystery guy. Who else would you bring in but Jeff Hardy? So I think it's going to be Jeff Hardy, and then we'll eventually get Jeff and Matt to team up, and then, you know, the Hardys will break away from their stupid LFO group, whatever the hell the fucking group's called, Hardy group. So I think it's going to be Jeff Hardy on Wednesday. And then uh, Hardy's probably going to go a long way. You know, it'd be really funny if like Sting gets involved in this tournament and they have a Sting Jeff Hardy <laughs> rematch. <laughs> Just hopefully, oh, God, uh, Jeff doesn't show. 
<laughs> part two. Hopefully he doesn't show up hungover or drunk or whatever the fuck he was on that night in TNA. Holy shit, that was crazy. But uh, any thoughts about Tony Khan's big surprise? You know, he's always playing these big surprises, and he flops. But I think he's going to do something pretty special on Wednesday. Just the wording. Just the wording of it makes me think it's a New Japan guy. That's what I yeah, think. That's what I'm thinking, Maybe too. I'm reading. Yeah, I'm honestly yeah, cause, thinking cause if it's not Hardy, it's, yeah. it's Okada yeah, cause he, cause or he, Penta. Because he said the person, he said there's going to be a debut and that someone's going through the forbidden door. Well, if you're going through the forbidden door, then that means you're from another company. And Keith Lee yeah. and Jeff Hardy, they're free agents. So that wouldn't yeah. be a forbidden door. Yeah, they're they're not worth anybody. So that makes me just the wording of it makes me think that somebody from another company is going to be debuting and they're essentially going to be a full time member of AW while also still mm. working with another company. And so just the wording of it to me makes it seem as if he signed the New Japan guy. And it, it I'm can't be Okada. Yeah, did, you hear, did, did you hear the shocking one about maybe Mustafa Ali leaving? Yeah, I didn't hear about. Yeah, that would definitely be the craziest. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that's like Luger 2.0. Yeah, that's that's rude. That's that's rude. Yeah, that's rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my my gut tells me it's um it's a new Japan guy. Um, because Jay White and the Gorillas of Destiny they're on Impact. From what I understand, Jay has a green he has a green card issue and. Because of this green card issue, he can't he can't get back, and he won't be able to get back anytime soon. But he's with the Gorillas on Impact. He's still in America. He's not doing anything. Um, he's you know he's cooled off considerably, um, and that's not mm. his fault because he can't go over there. And then uh, yeah. Omega and, and Osprey, they're going at it on Twitter. I don't even know what that's about. But Osprey, mm. you know, you remember that show from the summer, Osprey. He's been talking shit about AEW for a while now, and yeah. um, so I, I can see it being him. Uh, there's another one named uh, Juice Robinson. I don't know if you know about Juice. His contract yeah. just expired yeah, in New Japan. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking it's a New Japan talent. My gut tells me. The only reason why I think um, it's Jeff Hardy is because, because Jeff Hardy's, uh, Matt Hardy's group's fighting. And the guy, Ken, yeah. uh, Kennedy, whatever his name is, is wrestling. So that's why I'm thinking they're bringing in right. Jeff, you know. And, and they're talking about reuniting mm-hmm. soon, too, Jeff and Matt. So, But if it right. wasn't that I, match, it was somebody else fighting a mystery opponent, I could definitely see a New Japan guy. So Yeah, I definitely uh, I get why they do what they do uh, because social media is what it is. Uh, I just wish the days where where somebody would just show up that's just what I miss, you know, like, yeah. um, I, I, but from what I understand, uh, I know when they debuted Sting, um, apparently TNT didn't like that. They didn't like yeah, they that, um, Sting, yeah, they, they, they didn't like that. They, they want time to be advertised and stuff like that. But I feel like that kind of hurts wrestling. Cause that's kind of what made wrestling so fun in the nineties was mm-hmm. people just, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure people who had the internet back then, they had the heads up. I didn't. So as a kid, I didn't know that Chris Jericho was about to debut on Raw. I didn't know that Rick Rude or Scott Hall was backstage at Nitro. But I just missed those magical moments of people just showing up, not knowing that they're there. So, like, like I feel like I feel like Christian, when he went to AEW, 
his debut would have been a lot better if, like, he just showed up one week. But TK yeah. said we got a Hall of Fame caliber guy, and everybody kept thinking it was Punk, but it wasn't Punk. It was it was Christian. Of course, we got Punk later, yeah. but um, but I get it. You know, he's doing what he can to get everybody to tune in and you know watch. And like you said, the Big Bang Theory is a they've got a much better lead in because um, yeah. TBS does have yeah, like more shows. TNT just re- they mostly just have like just reruns of movies mm-hmm. and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, the Equalizer I think is on this week for the 18th time. Last week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I told you, Tony Khan's big surprise is Mortal Kombat is falling on TBS. So get ready. So Glacier's gonna yeah. show up on Wednesday. Glacier's showing up. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So I mean, Tony Khan's gotta come through. I just see a double, a double debut. You know, you you can have a New Japan guy show up and fight this guy in his group. And then there's a beatdown, and then Jeff shows up out of the blue to help his brother. You could do that, too. A double surprise. Yep. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I heard about Juice Robinson's contract going up, and then uh, you said about uh, the Jay White and all that stuff. Yeah, so what the fuck? You know, especially guys talking shit about AEW. I'm still waiting for, like, Kenta and Punk to go at it and stuff like that. So, I know there was a story I saw a couple days ago saying, it was a waste that they brought in Kenta basically to job. Now you see that a lot of these new Japan guys don't want to go to AEW to job because Tony Khan doesn't want his AEW guys to look weak. And I'm like, I think like, Tony, you can't have these AG, uh, new Japan guys losing all the time. You got to have it like equally built. You know, one guy takes a loss one time, they come back and then that they have a, like the, the blow off match or something, you know? That, that was a tag match though. That's usually how you do it. You just do a tag match. Yeah, do a tag match. Yeah, yeah, do something like that. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Tony Khan needs to come out with something big. I, I guarantee Tony Khan basically teasing his big surprises because the ratings slipped. You know, they were drawn. They had like 1.1 the other week, and it went down to like 9.73. So, fucking somebody at TBS said, you know what? You gotta do some big surprise or something. Bring in somebody. So, yeah, I think it's gonna be Jeff Hardy most likely. Probably like I'm leaning like 85% for Jeff Hardy, and then. Everyone else falls too. Um, Shane McMahon's not going to show up. Though I do think Shane McMahon's done with WWE because I actually watched SmackDown. I didn't fall asleep. What a miracle. Um, when they were showing <laughs> Lesnar winning the Royal Rumble, they showed a quick glimpse of Shane in the ring, but they didn't show Lesnar throwing Shane out. So I'm thinking to myself, yeah. wait a minute, they edited him out of the footage. So maybe there is some legit truth. Because a lot of people are thinking this might be a work, this and that. No. It, it, nah, it's, it's not, not a work. work. Yeah. I think no, that's, that's, that's kind of work. Mm-hmm. He pissed off what his I dad gather, one, too many times. From what I gather, Shane Shane has a great mind for uh, business models, but he was never really good creatively. That's that's been the the story for years. Uh, I know I credit Shane for two things. It was actually uh, Shane. He was back when they back in the ruthless aggression days uh, when they were on. They left USA and they were some. They were on some other network. I think Spike I don't know what it was. Stuff. Yeah, they, I think they were on Spike. Right, and what basically happened was I think Dana White or somebody had called up Vince and they said, "Hey, would you mind our uh, Ultimate Fighter show come on after Raw?" And it was actually Shane that told Vince that he shouldn't take the deal because Shane said that the word was, was that 
UFC following WWE Raw would be a big lead-in for them. And he said that a good portion of, like, the older audience, like, he was trying to, Shane was trying to explain to Vince that a lot of those teenagers to guys in their mid-20s who were kind of realizing the Attitude Era was over and that we're kind of going a different direction, he was trying to tell Vince that they're going to see UFC and be like, oh, wow, this is, like, way more raw, this is way more gritty, I'm going to start watching this. But Vince didn't see yeah. UFC as a, as a big deal. And that's actually one no. of the things, to my understanding, that led to UFC getting bigger because they came on yeah. after Raw. And I remember that when I was in high school. I, I was never into UFC, but I remember, like, the mm-hmm. Ultimate Fighter would come on after. And the second thing that Shane was good at was when, they, when Vince brought back ECW, to my understanding, it was Shane's idea to bring back ECW, but he wanted Shane, Shane wanted ECW to be like an exclusive streaming service thing. He didn't want it to be on TV because he felt like the, the, the people that were in charge would not let ECW do the extreme shit that Heyman would have people doing. So he wanted, he wanted ECW to be like a website exclusive. Basically he was going to turn ECW into what, what, what we now know as like streaming stuff like Netflix Hulu, yeah. Disney Plus, HBO Max. So Shane predicted the future want, of that. Did he, so wanted, he, did he wanted to make it like PG, like PG seventeen, TV seventeen. Yeah, yeah, that was the idea. But he, but he understood oh, that okay. there was no way they could do that on Sci-Fi. So, but yeah. Vince, he didn't want to. Vince didn't want to go with that. And at this, I won't give Vince shit for that because streaming services were just unheard of then. Of course, they're the, they're the yeah. norm now. Everybody watches. On streaming service. So Shane has a great mind for, um, like, marketing and business stuff, but the word has always been that when it comes to wrestling, he's no good, which is why, like, yeah. Vince never, ever considered giving him the ball. Yeah. But, yeah, this should, that's not a work. Like, Shane's gone. He's he's definitely yeah, gone. He's gone. When I saw that clip last night, he wasn't really in it except for that one little spot. I was like, okay, he's gone. So, um Anyway, well, the Zombies debut on ECW was the greatest debut ever. Probably a better <laughs> promo than John Cena's ever cut. That guy. Uh, and I like Taz. He's like, oh, that's riveting. <laughs> that's riveting. <laughs> so once again, Nate and his magical futuristic mind predicting the future of Taz's group, adding a woman to the group. So uh, it looks like Layla Hirsch. It's going to be added to Team Taz in the near, very near future. So you heard it here first because I predicted it. They're going to add a woman. Um, that Shayna Baszler chick, I was telling Sandman, she's number one. But if you don't have number one, you can't get number one. You, Loyola Hirsch is a good backup for number two. So I don't know when they're going to add her into the group. But very shortly, Shayna – I mean, not Shayna Baszler. Um, Hirsch is going to be with the group. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. You should add a woman to it. And she's got, like, that MMA background. She can teach, you know, ta- uh, Hook and stuff like that in the group. Um, I just don't want to see no love storyline between Hook and her. I'm like, oh, God, if they do some shit like that, I'm like, fuck, here we go. And then what the fuck was up with Hobbs last night with that fucking fur coat? Dude, it was like Pimp Daddy Cool <laughs> looking to pick up his hoe's money from the streets on a Friday <laughs> night. And it's like, what the fuck, man? I was fucking laughing my ass up. Some fucking poor 300-pound woman's missing her fur coat and fucking Hobbs jacked her ass in Chicago. But, uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. As for, like, WWE news, 
Oh, God. He fucking came back last night. Goldberg. Oh, man. Goldberg's back. Dude, dude's been gone for, like, I don't know how many months he's been gone, but now he's, like, head of the line to face Roman Reigns. What the fuck? Shouldn't he, like, qualify? Shouldn't they do something like, you know, Roman should cut a promo and say, hey, motherfucker, you're not just getting a, a title shot. you got to go through Jimmy and Jey Uso first or something. Like, at least something for him to get a title shot. No, he's just, he's in the head of the line. It's, it's Goldberg. Perfect. Oh, my I would God. just like to say, I would just like to say, that if Goldberg beats Roman, and all of a sudden oh, we start God. hearing about, and we start hearing about COVID fifty eight, then let it be known the oh. canon explanation is that Goldberg is the cause of COVID, because the last time yeah, that dude a, was over there in Saudi, he beat the he beat the all I remember about I mean twenty twenty was just a a fucking shit show. I only remember two things about the beginning of twenty twenty, Kobe died and it was like what the fuck, and then Goldberg beat the fiend in Saudi, yeah. and it was like what the fuck. Then all of a sudden everything got shut down. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember when Moxley too. Moxley won the title, and like a few weeks later, AEW shut down and shit. Revolution. So that was February, and like March, every March, everything went shut down. Shit like that. So yeah, no, yeah. Goldberg wins. Holy shit, now. But I guess WWE. I guess the next WrestleMania in California, they're already planning to have Roman versus Rock. So if they're going to keep the title on Roman, he's going to have it for like 900 plus days by the time. Not I say go ahead. My, my my rule for wrestling has always been: if you don't have anybody in, in my if you can't think of anyone to take a belt off someone, just fucking keep the belt on them. Just keep it on them. Because yeah. what's the point of taking yeah. it off of them and then putting it back on them like two three months? Just fucking keep it on them. You know, it's it's been That's a long time. Right. It's been a long time since we've had any kind of modern era champion in WWE that's had the that's had the belt like that's on the level of like a Hogan or a San Martino. I'm like, if you can't find any, because if, if Brock is literally like your best fucking option, then just fucking keep the belt on him. I hope he beats Brock at Mania. Just, just the fucking end the story. Yeah. I mean, even if the Rock doesn't even beat him and he still has the title reign, hopefully this this. Rick Steiner's fucking son, Bomb Breaker, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Hopefully he's like, yeah, they're not gonna. Yeah, I've talked about this with Evan private life. They're they're not getting Rock. No, I'm sure they'll try to get him. They're they're not fucking getting Rock. It's it's not happening. So Rock's got yeah. too much shit. He's Rock's got too much. He's he's filming the Black Adam movie. That's still filming. Uh, what's that? That he's got a sequel. I think he's got a Jungle Cruise two. That's, he's still filming that. And don't forget the XFL's mm. coming back. Everybody forgets that. Yeah. I mean, XFL yeah. just has bad luck, but he, yeah, he'll, he'll be handling that, I mean, too. And he's, I think why is it worse? Because it's California. I mean, that's the only thing that works for them, because Rock lives out in California. That's yeah. the only thing that works. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. They'll try. To, to me, what's, try. what's probably going to happen is what's probably going to happen is that they'll try to get the Rock, and then it'll just fall through. And my thing is they'll probably just try to They'll try to just put the fucking. They're gonna try to like do the Lex Express with Braun Breaker. Just fucking put the whole fucking yeah. rocket behind the Breaker guy and yeah, just hope it works. So if you can't do if you can't do if you can't do Rock, then just do Breaker Roman next year and and just hope yeah. that this dude could fucking get over. And I think he'll be fine. I mean, he's not this next. He's not this once in a lifetime generational talent that 2.0 will tell you, but he's good enough. But yeah. But yeah, they're not—they're not, they're not doing it. rock. I That's my prediction. 
I could see it in the boardroom. Fucking Buck Tooth Beaver, like, hey, Vince, uh, I don't think we can get The Rock for Mania. Yeah, fucking Rock filming all these movies. You know what? We're going to get this brown breaker. We're going to shoot the rocket up his ass. The Mania. <laughs> We're going to go find that Lex Express. Get some, get, get Midas, get a paint job on it. Yeah. We're going to fucking paint it the Brown Breaker Express. Yeah, we're talking about the Forbidden Door. Yeah, we'll talk about the Forbidden Door. We'll get the big old Forbidden Door of Ron Breaker. We can get the Bloodline, Roman and the Usos, versus Ron Breaker and the Steiners. Give me a fucking mic. Steiner Steiner. 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 Steiner Steiner shows up. Steiner line. Fucking, uh, that's how he's going to win the title. Fucking Scott Steiner is going to come out with a bag of Shoney burgers and distract Roman Reigns <laughs> with it, and then he's going to hit his finisher. So, but anyway, I was so bored. I, I went back. I went back when, like, Lex Luger beat Hogan on Nitro in Michigan, and, like, the crowd popped, and fucking, you know, when he, when he had him in the fucking torture rack, the way the referee it was a uh, – no, I don't remember the name of the referee, but the way he said, like, ring the bell, ring the bell was so crazy, and the crowd popping, throwing shit in the ring, and shit. It was, like, so much emotion for, like, a world title change. Yep. That's, like, one good thing, like, WCW always did. Like, anytime they had some kind of title change on Nitro, it was so much, like, so emotional. Like, when fucking Goldberg fucking beat Hogan and then, you know, fucking Lex Luger beat Hogan. So much emotion. I mean, the only good really emotion title win was probably Foley because Austin came out and, yeah. like, fucking nailed the rock with the chair and shit. My, my, favorite, uh, my favorite match, title match from that era was uh, – Goldberg Raven because they were building yeah. it up in hour one and uh, the match was the beginning of hour two but I always remember like the promos Raven would be like in they called it the boundary but he would just be like somewhere like in some dark corridor cutting promos and then Goldberg would just be working out not saying anything just doing like all these crazy it's just cool it's just it's just badass um yeah yeah like yeah it's, it's definitely something that's missing now um AEW has that a little bit. They have that a little bit. They yeah. haven't had that many title changes on TV, though. So, But the few that yeah. they have had have felt like a big deal. Like, I was surprised when Sammy mm-hmm. beat Cody. I thought Cody was winning for yeah. sure, but Sammy beat him, so that was cool. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, I, I think the fans will just fucking start throwing shit in the ring if Cody won. And then, like, holy <laughs> shit, man, Brandon's getting heat from the crowd. Shut the fuck up and this and that. Holy crap, man. Poor woman. So I was like, Jesus. So, uh. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. So, but uh, I I don't even know what the hell's gonna go on with Cody and his wife and this and that. So it's like, uh. So, oh yeah, another name, the two, the Fiend. So, um, I don't know what they're gonna do if the Fiend comes in or whatever to uh, AEW. Like I said, he should join like Alistair's Black. He should be like the dude from Inspector Gadget, Mister. Where the fuck his name was? The Cat Evil dude. And uh, he'd just be hidden in the shadows. He's like the leader of the group, you know. And he only comes out once in a while for a match, you know, when, like, there's heat on the group. I think that's how they should book uh, Bray whenever he comes in AEW. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what Tony Khan does. So he's got to pull out some big surprise. I think it's Jeff Hardy. But a double a double debut would be kind of cool, too. Like I said, like, you get a New Japan guy, and they'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, if it's like an Okada or something like that. Well, it has to be. It has to be a new guy. It can't be like Kenta because he was already there. But no, it was like an Okada or Juice Robinson, or you know, like you said, Jay White. 
that would be kind of cool. And then, like, after down, they get a beat down, and then, like, Jeff comes and makes the save. That's a good way to end the show. I don't know. Yep. We'll still wait and see. I don't know. But if Shane McMahon shows up at the end of the show, we, we got to go. The internet will be busted if Shane shows up at the end of the, at the, end of the show. Shane's coming to the ring. Yeah, but whose side is he on? What you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs> 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 fucking. Oh, fucking Jesus. I don't know. But AEW's got everything going in the right direction. Like I said, the women's division has to be better. Oh, that lady, that Mer- Mer- that Mercedes Martinez. I'm trying to think, like, who mm-hmm. she reminds me of. She's like the evil version of China. You know, but like Hispanic or something. She just got that like China look <laughs> in her face. She's like, and she's from Connecticut. I didn't even know that. She's from like Dirty Water, Connecticut. I was like, ah, she she was close by. I thought she was from Connecticut too. Oh, I knew so she was she's like, from the Northeast, Northeast girl. Yeah, I knew she was a Northeast girl, but yeah, she's from Connecticut. So I was like, oh shit, she's from Dirty Water. So, but you talk about <laughs> yeah, you just take my lunch money, woman. So, but uh, anyway, <laughs> so let's see what happens. Uh. Any news from New Japan? Anything big going on in New Japan? Uh, Mox is going to be doing one of those uh, shows in America soon. Um, I forgot oh, yeah, exactly yeah, I what the sh- it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be in Chicago, I think. So they're still having a pretty yeah, rough time over there. I know. I know some wrestlers had to leave the tour who's in Japan. Uh, who's COVID he wrestling? Still- who's he wrestling? Hmm? Who's he wrestling? Kenta oh, they have announced. They, they, they oh, announced who Mox is wrestling. It. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he had his opponent set. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah, but the well, latest tour got the latest. What are your thoughts about Moxley and Danielson teaming up? Well, I'm not against it. Uh, if you no. check out the clipboard on, if you check out for the clipboard on YouTube, it's got over a million. So. Oh wow. Um, and I know that, and and Danielson has always talked about how he's been curious about starting his own faction. And honestly, I think I think Mox was going to turn heel anyway before, you know, he had his issues, you know, before he went away. Yeah. He was acting way more aggressive, and so was yeah. Eddie. And, and then TK even said himself on Busted Open that some plans had to be changed, and but he wouldn't he wouldn't say exactly what those plans were. Um, I think yeah. what's probably going to happen is I think that Mox will say no, They'll have a match at Revolution because that was probably going to be the, the final of that tournament anyway. I think Mox will say no. They'll have a match, but then it, it doesn't matter who wins or who loses. It doesn't matter if Mox wins or if Danielson wins. I think yep. we'll probably get like a we'll, we'll get like a segment on Dynamite similar to like that segment where Brett got Owen and Bulldog to join him. When remember that mm-hmm. where he got them to stop yeah. fighting. We'll probably get that. Yep. Yeah, I'm not against the idea. I'm, I'm not against the Ooh. idea of uh, Danielson and Mox being a group. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I'm waiting for Charlie Sheen to show up and say, hey, why are you stealing my music from Major League? That's all I'm waiting for <laughs> Charlie Sheen to say. Ricky Vaughn. <laughs> I went back and watched that movie again, too. Like, Ricky Vaughn and this guy. And it, who the fuck are these guys, you know? And it's like, oh, God, they're still shitty. The Mexican guys cleaning up the field. Still shitty. Major League. There, there's like a handful of movies I can watch and never be bored of watching. Like Major League's like one, Training Day, and like War Games. 
and uh, shit like that, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I can never be warm. Uh, for me, my, my goat is, uh, I'm not sure if you've seen it, I love uh, Last Action Hero of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love that one. Yeah, i never really seen it. I've seen, like, clips of it, so... Yeah, doesn't doesn't uh, the uh, Terminator the second guy he, he makes a cameo in that he's walking into the yeah, mall. Yeah, yeah, he makes a yeah. cameo. It's like it's like a movie within a movie, and in, in the movie Arnold's like a fictional character, and they're like in a police station, and when they go in the police station, the first person they walk past is the T two. <laughs> but in the, yeah, but but since it's a movie within a movie, Arnold just looks at it and he's like, I don't see the big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T-1000 T- should have went to the ATM and got his money for Tony and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I-, I read the comments on, like, YouTube. Holy shit, it is an addiction. When you start watching one, like, Soprano clip on YouTube, you start watching a bunch of them. It's like an addiction. It's yeah. weird. It makes me want to go back and watch the episodes and stuff. So, But anyways. All right, we'll see what happens uh, on uh, Raw, Monday Night Snooze. Like, I really don't give a shit, but. The build-up for Rousey and Charlotte. There was a video of uh, Ric Flair watching his daughter on SmackDown. He's crying at the bar and this and that. Oh, my God. What the fuck do you want? He's probably cr- Rick's probably crying because he's got to pay for another alimony check because he's getting divorced <laughs> again. Christ. Jesus Yeah, I really Christ, thought it would work guy. this time, too. Oh, my God. What the hell, man? Was his fourth wife, fourth divorce? Jesus Christ. Yeah, Anyways, I'm, I'm pretty bad. much like fucked. I'm pretty much like fucked that after one breakup. I can't even imagine what it's like after a marriage. I'll pass on that. Four, four marriages. Shout out to Charlotte Flair because I didn't know this, but I'll give her props. She basically got into wrestling after her brother passed away, Reed. So shout out to her. Yeah. I really don't shit on Flair, but she doesn't need fucking 15 title reigns. You know, it's just, it's just a mockery of the title. But uh, she is a pure athlete, so, yeah. I mean, you think about it. Ronda and Charlotte are probably the two best female wrestlers they got. And then you got, like, Sasha. She's really good. And then you got, you know, Becky is good. And then, you know, um, you know they got hmm. – WWE has better wrestlers. They just – they don't utilize their talent. And I was fucking laughing the other day when I saw that thing about they don't want to release Mustafa Ali because they see talent in him. But they're not using them. What the fuck is that? So speak, Vince, speaking just come of, out and speaking say, of that, you brought, up a, good, you brought up a good point. Yeah. You, you brought oh. up a good point. I think somebody somebody had asked Ali, would he like to appear in the Rumble? And then he replied mm-hmm. and said, no, I would like to be released. And Sasha Banks liked the tweet. <laughs> so, oh, my God. <laughs> that's funny. Jeez. Should have asked uh, ask Sasha Banks what was her favorite Royal Rumble moment, like, watching she said, oh, when that dead guy won in, what was it, 04? When Benoit won or something? When yeah. the dead guy. I like that I like that picture of Scott Hall. He's like, it's Scott Hall, Undertaker, and Benoit in the picture. He goes, hey, it's the Undertaker, dead guy, and me in the photo in Japan. Scott Hall. You ever see that video of Scott Hall fucking making fun of Virgil, trying to, like, sell shit? Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. He called, yeah, he called yeah, Virgil yeah. out on his bullshit. It's all blurred on his bullshit. So, all right, man, I'll talk to you. But, uh, yeah, take care. Have a good uh, Sunday. Uh, no football tomorrow except for the Pro Bowl. So, there we go. So, Super Bowl right, should be good pretty one. good. Super Bowl should be pretty good next yep. week. All right, man, take care. All right, I want to thank Chris for calling in. Everyone out there, take care. This has been Nate for Inside Wrestling. Yeah, let's see what happens. Like I said, I'm going to go with Jeff Hardy. He's going to be the surprise, but. 
like I said, a New Japan guy, and then maybe Jeff Hardy shows up after because they beat up on Matt. Could be a double double debut. That you know, that could work too. You know, a double pop for AEW, but it should be an interesting week. All right, everybody out there, take care. This has been Nate for Inside Wrestling. Sign very goodbye. During the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.